0: Oh, my God, Sarah, we're back.
1: Our little big office. I missed it.
0: I know. It's like, it feels like that other office is just a dream. <laughs> Here we are back where we belong. Back in old animation. It smells, I remember this smell. It's nice. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me
1: is my high school friend and writing partner of 18 years, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In this episode, we'll discuss all things holiday business gifts. Ooh, that gets
0: touchy. (laughs) What to get, who to give to, and how stressful and fun it is to
1: figure it all out. Well, I don't think it's fun. I do. I think Mm -hmm. it's super fun. And then we'll talk about how we turned our recent L.A. traffic nightmare into a fun night out and how we can all benefit from turning negatives into positives more often. This week's Hollywood hack is a small kindness to employ when you're in close quarters. And finally, we have a rock and roll celebrity sighting. But first, we have a listener question from Wendy. She emailed us, It's Sunday, and I'm in a crappy hotel room hours away from my daughter. Tomorrow I fly to New Orleans for a conference, and I won't see her for days. I realized this morning in the noisy, crowded breakfast room of the crappy hotel that these are not real problems. I have a great job actually doing important work in the world, but I sometimes have a terrible attitude about the details. I'm thinking about developing my own work mantra, and I'm wondering. How often when you say, and we enjoy it, do you really feel that way? How has using that mantra impacted your enjoyment or appreciation of your jobs? I'm thinking about something like, it's an important job and I wouldn't want to do anything else, which is true, but I don't always feel it in the day to day.
0: I love this, too. Um, well, we say it a lot. We do. Um, of course, there's an origin story for us developing that mantra. Um, Which is that we were in a job that we really weren't enjoying (laughs) at all. (laughs) It was very difficult. Um, And we were going back to work on a month like the next Monday. I think it was over a weekend and we were having lunch. Um, And I think I said, we just have to remember it's a fun job and we enjoy it. Yes. And you then went out and had signs made for us that said that, which was like the best gift you ever gave me. And we put them up in our office and it became our mantra.
1: And it's funny because now when we say it, we really mean it. Yeah. But the well, times, this job has been a lot of fun. Yes. But the times when we don't entirely mean it are the times when we need it the most. Yes. Yes, because
0: you have to remember, I want to be here. There's a lot I love about this business and about this job. Some days are going to be hard. Some tasks I don't love. But overall, it is a fun job. I mean, look, we could be coal mining. I we mean, make TV this, shows for people. This Pete's is sake. a fun job, yeah. and we do enjoy it, and it helps us to remember that.
1: Yeah. And when we start getting sucked into, like, the little things that might be irritating yes. and and kind of nagging on us and taking some of the fun away, having a mantra to remind mm-hmm. us of that, it really does help us. Yeah. And it kind of takes us out of the moment and just kind of recenters us. Yeah.
0: Um, I love um, the idea. It's an important job and I wouldn't want to do anything else. I mean, great if you mantra. can say that about your job, I mean, you have a great job. So yeah. I love that mantra. Um Now, Sarah, I will say if our mantra ever stops being true, then we need
1: to really rethink what we're doing. Yes. <laughs> but so far, so good. So far, so good. Thank God. So thank you, Wendy, for that question.
0: And uh, write us when you do settle on a mantra and let us know what it is. Okay, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desk Sub, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And today it's holiday business gifts.
1: Yes. And we should say up front that this is something we actually don't agree on. We talked about it in Episode 28. Right. Um. I really like to do business gifts, all kinds of gifts. I just like getting gifts. Um, You are not a business gift person.
0: I know. I always just feel, I don't know, what is it? Why am I a Scrooge?
1: (laughs) Well, part of it is I think you feel like there are people who we pay in business who like get a percentage of our salary. Right. And it's like, why do we have to give them a present? We give them a large chunk of our salary.
0: Yes. And then the other thing I think I feel is I don't want to be presumptuous in giving mm. someone a gift. Like certain people, you give them a gift, it's like, are we really close enough for me to give you a gift? Is this appropriate? So I feel a little bit of anxiety over who gets the gifts. Right. Now, I never, of course, like assistance, I want to give gifts to, yeah. give cash to. Um, But, you know, that I don't begrudge whatsoever, but it's more the people on the more outer circle.
1: Yeah. I'm actually wondering if maybe some of this stems from the trauma that we experienced when we were staff writers on Angel. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because on that show, the writers all gave each other gifts. And it was intense. Yeah, it wasn't just like, oh, here's a mug or, oh,
0: you know, here's some, you know, box of cookies. I mean, these were big, thoughtful, expensive expensive gifts. It was like a big
1: party with a big pile of gifts and i mean there was yeah it wasn't like 20 dollars secret santa no 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 no, it was like full day at the spa gift card kind of things and we were like oh my god jaws were on the floor yes
0: yes yeah you're right i have i have ptsd from that (laughs) after that you were like forget it
1: no gifts
0: But okay, well, let's talk. We've been talking a lot about gifts. um, So let's let's get into it.
1: Yeah, because uh, I'm always pressuring you to do business gifts just because I think it's fun.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't even have like a philosophical reason for it. (laughs) I just like getting things for people. Well, you
0: also spend money more easily than I do. I am definitely cheaper than you are. I mean, no doubt.
1: Which is not a good thing for the record.
0: Uh, Well, it can be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the gift recipients, it's a good thing. Um, but, okay, this year we have a lot of people we want to get yeah. slash have to get gifts for. So. Well, and
1: part of it is, like, the whole boss thing. It it does change.
0: Yes. You know. Uh, yes. The more you're a boss, the more gifts you have to get. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yes. We, we were talking
0: to Lori Zacks about this recently, mm. um, getting her opinion on the whole gift
1: matter. And Lori is our producer, at Mandeville of yeah, The Fix. Yes.
0: She's an executive producer on The Fix, and she's the head of TV for Mandeville TV. Um, and sh- her thing is you don't gift up. So assistants don't need to get
1: bosses gifts. You got that, Mary? Yeah. No gift <laughs> for us.
0: Um, and I think that's a great philosophy. It is. But you're right. We are bosses now, so we have to gift Others, yes.
1: Um, And we have had some kind of fun discoveries
0: Mm. over the
1: last month or so that I'm actually excited to get for people. Yeah. So
0: we're going to talk about gift some gift ideas. So you know, take what you will. From a lot of people
1: out there right now who are struggling with with like what to get for people. So we have some ideas.
0: Yeah, and let me just say this is not an ad. We have no discussions with any of these people. These are just. Things we like.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So you recently discovered
1: Leatherology. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. So I just got a new tote bag and I it's wanted. Fabulous. It is pretty fabulous. And I wanted to have something to kind of, you know, because tote bags, they're just, yeah. know, just, just like a giant garbage bag of. Things you throw in, Um, so I wanted to have something to help me organize it. So I got a portfolio from Leatherology, and the leather is so nice, and you can monogram it, and you can zip, you know, whatever you want in there. Papers, an iPad—it's perfect size for scripts. So that I think is a great business gift. And one nice thing about it is they have a lot of different colors. So like
0: you got black, but Mm -hmm. you could get red, uh, teal, lots of different colors.
1: And it's great for men and for women.
0: Yeah, I thought it looked a little feminine, but you didn't think so.
1: No, and if you look up this kind of portfolio thing online, they generally tend to be for men, which I find annoying because women need these things too. Yes, we do. Um, And then the other super fun place we discovered is Society6. Yeah, and
0: they have all sorts of really reasonably priced items. Um, Our favorite, I think. Things I think we've found there are the pouches. You know, we're always looking for small zippered pouches to go in various bags. Yeah. Um, and they have all kinds of fun sayings, designs, like there's something for everyone um sarah i happen to know you may have gotten me a gift from there um i may have that had a funny diabetes saying on the pouch which who knew there was such a thing but there is
1: and society six also has mugs yes um and you are a mug fan so there may be a mug in your future as well you
0: know i love mugs they have fun
1: little sayings like um one that I may have gotten for someone, not you, maybe mm-hmm. for myself. Uh, my favorite season is the fall of the patriarchy. Oh,
0: I like that. That's it. a fun
1: one. <laughs> um, for teachers, they have a mug that says student tears. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> They're all just funny and quirky. Um, so, and you can like really personalize them. That's what I like yes, about it. yes. You can really get something that's appropriate for the person you want to get a gift for.
0: Yeah, and again, not expensive. Right. Um, also, there's Sugarfina, which is a sort of upscale specialty candy shop. Adewale, who plays Sevi on The Fix this season, he got all of us um, candy from Sugarfina. And it just comes in the most, like, cunning little boxes. Like, it just, it's so appealing. Yeah. It's so elegant.
1: It is. its is. They're lovely.
0: You're like, how can this have calories when it looks so pretty? No. Oh, it's just something to decorate. So that's if you're going the candy route, which we try not to, but, you know, it happens. And then something I love, Sarah, which I either found out about from my mom or my sister, is note-to-self socks. Mm. And these are socks that say kind of funny things on the toes or not, or inspiring, like— I have them because, um, my mom got them for my sister and me and they say, I am happy on the toes, Obviously referring to the podcast, but I got some for Jack's teachers that say, I am a great teacher, you know, and I, or I am strong or I am this, I
1: am that. And it's just, a, they're just fun socks because everybody needs socks. And again, you can really personalize these things. Yes. Um, and speaking of personalization, this seems to be the theme of our business mm-hmm. gifts, um, Keychains are always fun. You can yes. get just like a little Tiffany keychain engraved with someone's initial. Claire Vivier has those great um, like what are they called? Like pom, not pom-poms. Tassel. Tassel has those great tassel um keychains. Our lawyer got those for us one year.
0: Yeah, and um speaking of Claire Vivier, a lot of times Lori, who we were just talking about, gets her assistance Claire Vivier bags. <clears throat> she has the philosophy that everyone needs a nice bag, and she's right. Yes, um, we always give cash, so we don't give bags. But um, to assistance, spo- to assistance, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think a great bag is always appreciated, absolutely, and something you wouldn't necessarily buy for yourself if you don't make a lot of money. And then, of course, you can
1: make donations. Yes. Like Lori, for example, is uh, an animal activist, loves dogs. So for Lori, we could make a donation to one of the animal Mm, charities she likes. Yes. And then there's also fun
0: ideas like an ice cream delivery or We Love Topsy's Popcorn, which is Kansas City popcorn. We could send a tin of that and like a a big holiday tin
1: um, to an office if we needed to. And then there's the Burke-Williams gift certificate.
0: Always a favorite.
1: Can't go wrong. Always
0: a favorite. If you all else fails, get someone a massage. Yes. Um, and then, Sarah, for just a huge, um, you know, resource. Yes is the Oprah's Favorite Things list. And a lot of people may not realize that since the show went off the air, she still does her Favorite Things list every year, and it has gotten better and better. I mean, we scour it. That's like one of our favorite activities is going through... The list, thinking about what we would get for ourselves and for other people. And we always end up getting gifts from that list.
1: I always, this is not a business gift, but I always get something from my Aunt Jean from that list. Mm. And there's always something great for like for your dogs. They'll have something crazy cool. And um, for kids, just Oprah likes truffles, it seems. There's mm-hmm. always a lot of truffly stuff mm. on the list. It's the best gift resource ever.
0: Okay, so Sarah, as we think about all these gifts, who are we getting gifts for?
1: Well, Matt, our agent. Yeah. Our lawyer.
0: Yeah. Those are people I don't think we necessarily need to get gifts to, but you've won that battle a long time ago.
1: With them, we just usually do wine. Yeah. We do like a wine delivery from Wally's.
0: Yes. Wally's is a good place if you're in L.A. to have wine delivered from.
1: Yes. And then there's all the people we work with who we love, who've supported the show. So it seems like it would be nice to give them something, not anything huge, no, like, giant, you know, anything. Yeah, <laughs> Just so, a little something, like, for the executives at the mm. studio and the network. Well, I think it'd be nice if we, yeah, we could give them something
0: personal. Yeah. Uh, because we really, I will say this to you, I do feel more this year than any other year, we've really developed strong, deep, more personal relationships with the executives we work with. I mean, just because of the nature of what we've been doing. And so I will come out of Scrooge mode and (laughs) agree with you that I like the idea of acknowledging that relationship. Um, And so I'm going to get on board. All right. This is exciting for me. Okay. <laughs> and then we give um gifts to like assistants or agents assistant, yeah. lawyer's assistant, to marry. But as um, we said,
1: in that case we usually give cash. Yes. Yes.
0: I think that's always appreciated. I mean, to yeah. me, when you don't have money, you want cash.
1: A hundred percent. Yes. Know? Yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, hopefully this has helped anyone out there listening um, to think about gifts. Always, We're always accepting suggestions, by the way. Always, please. Because um, there's always going to be more gifts to get. And I do feel like you've, you're getting me to, like, open up my mind with the gifts. So I feel like there's going to be even more gifts in our future.
1: Probably. And I think the key thing to remember for us is it should be fun. Yes. It should be things we're excited about giving because... Okay they're cool and fun.
0: Of course, the big question is, (laughs) what are we getting Marsha Clark? Because we got to get her something good. Yeah. Oh, boy. Something it's got can't be cheap and it's got to be good. Right. Because also (laughs) she's a good gift giver. (laughs) She is a tremendous gift giver. So we're really on the hook there. Yeah. So we might have to like go have breakfast after this
1: recording and and discuss. Discuss. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, coming up, we are going to discuss turning a negative into a positive. But first, an ad break. Liz there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook which is why I have been getting no prep no mess meals from Factor meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like calorie smart protein plus and keto factor's fresh never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just 2 minutes so no matter how busy you are you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious great tasting meals last night I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com
0: slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
1: Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we talk about mental, physical, or spiritual health. And today it's mental health. We recently turned a negative into a positive. Yes, we
0: were on our way back from shooting in, at the beach mm-hmm. um, in uh, the Pacific Palisades. And um, because of the recent wildfires, all almost all the canyons were closed. So everyone had to get home basically on Sunset Boulevard. And the traffic was insane. I mean, it, was it was a hellscape. standstill traffic for miles and miles and miles. I mean, some people it took three hours for them to get home. And you decided out of the blue, you were like, "What if we stop for dinner?" Well, to be honest, I had to pee. Oh, right.
1: Okay. (laughs) So there was a stronger motivation there. There was an imperative that had to happen. Um, But yes, I was like, we're in a city. There are restaurants everywhere. There are places to go. It's dinner time. And I just happened to
0: remember Farm Shop, which yes. is a restaurant at Brentwood Country Mart that I happen to love. And I was like, I think we might be near Farm Shop. And I looked it up and we were 1.2 miles away. And it was like, take the next right. And we were like, OK, next right to the Farm Shop. Even still, it took us like another 25 minutes to get <laughs> 1.2 miles. Um, but then we had a wonderful dinner. And we discovered a new wine. Yes, we loved the wine we had. It was amazing. We ended up ordering a case of it to share. (laughs) Um, But we and we were able to really take the moment to also kind of bask in the end of production. Mm. We were able to reflect on the year and the season. We made some sort of you know plans for the future. Um, We kind of it was like our like a writing partner date basically. Yes.
1: Exactly. Spontaneous. <laughs> yes, a writing partner spontaneous dinner date with great wine. Yes. So that was turning a negative into a positive. And we walked out,
0: we go, well, we really turned that negative into a positive. And it was like, ding, this is something we should be doing more
1: often. Yeah. So have you managed to do this in your life? Um, I was trying to think of examples of other times I've done this. And the, the one that I could come up with, because I clearly need to do this more often, was, you know, Violet gets on this the bus now for school at 7.20 in the morning, mm. which means I'm getting up earlier. Our mornings are much more hectic. Yes. I, I was really not happy about it or yeah. excited about it. Um, but I am trying to turn it into a positive. I'm trying to meditate in the morning, which mm. I've been doing more. I'm mm-hmm. trying to go to exercise classes in mm-hmm. the morning. Just having that time for kind of me time. Yeah. Is pretty great. Well, that's turning a negative into a major positive. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic. definitely. Now, what about you?
0: You know, Sarah. To be honest, I don't. I think this is a weakness of mine. <laughs> I think I take a negative and turn it into more of a negative. I feel like I harp on negatives um, rather than turning them into positives. Um, I will say, you know, I struggled for years to keep my teeth together, like my front teeth, braces, retainers, Invisalign, Invisalign. I mean, I just was always trying to like have perfect teeth, and then finally, I just decided this is too hard. My teeth don't want to be together. And instead of seeing this as a bad thing, I am going to decide the gap in my teeth is my signature look. And I have just never looked back. I just decided that's who I am. I have a gap in my teeth. It makes me me. It works for Madonna. That's right. Others have succeeded, Lord Hutton. (laughs) So, you know, um, but in general, I think this is an area of improvement for me.
1: Okay. well, if our listeners have any advice on this, on how to turn a negative to a positive, on times when they have turned a negative into a positive Mm -hmm. in their own lives, please let us know, because this is something we're really going to be working on. Next
0: up, we'll share a necessary Hollywood hack for when you're around many people on set. But first, this break.
1: All right, Liz, now it's time for this week's Hollywood hack, which comes from The Fixes executive producer director, Michael Cattleman, who just as an aside, also happens to be one of our favorite people on the entire planet.
0: Yes, he is an angel. Truly. Like if there are angels
1: on Earth, Michael <laughs> Cattleman is one of them. Yes. <laughs> And just as an example of how kind and thoughtful he is, this Hollywood hack, which comes from him, is chew gum on set. Yes, because when you're a
0: director, you have to talk to actors and a lot of members of the crew all day long. And you're often like leaning in so they can hear you. You might be talking quietly, so you're leaning close. And he makes sure he has a huge supply of gum that ensures he can feel confident about his breath and not overwhelm people. (laughs) With bad coffee breath, because a lot of us have coffee breath on set.
1: Indeed, no, coffee is one of the things that gets you through the day. Yeah. Um, and like for years, I didn't drink coffee, and I didn't totally understand this. Now that I'm a coffee drinker, it's like, wow, yeah, coffee breath is real.
0: Yeah, and it's so many. I feel like I'm just constantly apologizing. Like I know. I'm so sorry for my coffee breath. I'm like holding like my hand. hand in front yeah. of my mouth. Um but Michael's solution is just chew stick after stick of gum sugar free
1: and um keep that breath fresh. You so know? anyone in any job where you have to do any close talking good hack. And I
0: would say mints probably work too. Yes. So thank you Michael Cattleman and we appreciate your good breath. <laughs> And now it's time for this week's celebrity sighting, Travis Barker. Yes. So you saw Travis Barker?
1: I did. I went to a vegan restaurant in West Hollywood called Crossroads. Mm. Um because I had lunch with my friend Victoria who is vegan mm. and one, delicious food. Okay. Two, I didn't know who he was. She knew, thank God. But Travis Barker walked in, went and sat down and had a delicious brunch with a big group of people. Sarah, for anyone who doesn't know, we should say Travis Barker is the drummer
0: of Blink-182, which is a huge band.
1: Yes. And Liz, what I realized, because I'm not all that familiar with most musicians, so I had to do a little research on who he is, the Internet says he might be dating Courtney Kardashian.
0: Oh, this I did not know. I know. How I didn't know this, I, I I can't believe because I do keep up on Courtney. <laughs> I, I keep up with the Kardashians. Yeah. So did you see any Kardashians? In but, the, uh, realm? the problem
1: is I don't I have no idea. Mm. I'm like I'm not a Kardashian person. So it just wasn't something that I was aware of. So I don't know. I mean, I hope I did. That would be exciting. I'm going to assume you did. Okay.
0: <laughs> I see, th- I've seen them out and about.
1: <laughs> so let's say I saw some Kardashians yeah. and Travis Barker. Let's
0: say they are dating and you did see Courtney. Might as well. We'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> and that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for
1: listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thanks to our producer, the amazing Chuck Reed and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. And thank you to everyone at Cadence 13. Thank you
0: to our assistant, Mary Merkins, who will no doubt have to help us wrangle our holiday gifts.
1: Yes. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Get in
0: touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft, and Sarah is at S. Fane. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier Hollywood on
1: Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fane. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it.
0: For the record, if you ever notice I have, like, horrible breath, coffee breath or otherwise Uh on set, please just tell me. Just send me a discreet text. (laughs)
1: Okay. Deal. Or hand me a mint. Okay. You know? Yeah, that's subtle.
0: Okay. Well it'll be our mint our mint agreement. Yes.